Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, if you live in Fibsborough in Dublin, you may have seen a shop front for what appears to be a new estate agent in the area. Though if you look a wee bit closer, you might notice something odd about the properties on offer. Fibs Estate is actually a rather ingenious way of highlighting the number of abandoned buildings in the area. Plus, uh, the picture of the the estate agent turns out to be uh, the Housing Minister, Dara O'Brien. Labour Senator Mary Sherlock, herself a resident of Fibsborough, joins us now. Afternoon, Mary. Good afternoon, Sean. How are you? Uh, is that, is, so the pictures on, on this fake estate agent's shop front, are they just a selection of, uh, of what's been left vacant in, in the Fibsborough area? They, they are. And I think, look, the, the, the first thing to say here is that obviously, and your listeners will know this, right across Dublin, we have um, hundreds, if not thousands, of, 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 of buildings that have lain derelict um, for for many years, and 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 this project um, put together by a number of locals, very frustrated locals, um, uh, at the the dereliction in our area. Um, I suppose just just highlighted in Fibsborough, but it's certainly not confined to the Fibsborough area. Like there was there was 19, 18, 19 properties um, or buildings identified um, in that, as you call it, ingenious way of of of, of, of I suppose. Um, making people aware of the dereliction in our area, but um, but that that in some ways is only the tip of the iceberg. We know of other properties as well, and and in some ways we we you know we walk past them, we cycle past them on a daily basis, and people have become used to dereliction. And I suppose the key question here is what are we doing? What is the government doing? What is the local authority doing to ensure that these vital spaces? Um, how could they be repurposed to, to you know, so, so that people have homes? Because, you know, we're, we're all aware that there is over 11,000 people um, homeless at the moment. I'm dealing with people who are on housing waiting lists for years. Like, as in, you know, the housing waiting list in Dublin is about 17 years um, now uh, from when you first go on the housing waiting list. And it is absolutely shameful that we have houses that are simply lying empty, lying derelict, and the government has been toothless uh, in terms of, of bringing them back into in, into use. Uh, these particular properties, are, are they sizable? Are they just, you know, maybe single dwellings, a mixture of the two? It, like, you know, it, it, it's incredible. I, I, you know, the, about 10 of them are, 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 you know, very decent sized houses. And then there's a number of buildings then that, like I said, you could have multiple apartments inside them. In fact, one building, Crossguns, um, you know, like in, you, you, could have, you, you could have a very significant amount of housing there. And I suppose what's, what's interesting is that there has been a half-hearted attempt, and it's only half-hearted, to try and bring derelict uh, sites into use like we have a situation at the moment where there is a derelict site levy um but if the owner of the site disputes that it's derelict even though it is you know it's falling into disrepair and nobody's lived there for years or mm. you know like is it or nothing's been done with it for years they can go to court and that effectively stops the levy and it's caught up in the court system for years. So, you know, cross guns is one example of that. But there are other buildings as well that were, were on display that are, that are caught up in that process. And, and that's happening right across Dublin. And it's extremely frustrating because ultimately, you know, if we're to see more houses come online, it is about building in greenfield sites. But it's also about looking about the, you know, the, the, the buildings that are all around us. Um, that could be put into use. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and while there's a fantastic community in Fibsborough and 
brilliant groups like Fibs for Village, Tidy Towns and Fizz Fest who, you know, spend so much time talking about, you know, trying to improve the area um, and, 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 and look at the quality of life in the area. Ultimately, you know, we have buildings that are, um, you know, a number of buildings that, that, that are just derelict and, 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 and not, you know, giving to the community. Yeah. And often it seems to me, I mean, I don't know about these particular uh, properties, but often is the case that if you drill down into why is this being left derelict, there's usually some sort of legal process going on because we live in a country where the, the owner of the building, for good or ill, has, uh, they have legal rights too. So how do you square that circle, Mary? That's a, that's a difficult one. Yeah, no, and look, there's no easy answers to any of this. Sometimes it is about contested ownership where the owner can't be tracked down. But like, you know, but there's, there's a, you know, a really good example of how crazy the system is on Connacht Street. So two, you know, fine red brick houses there that over the last 15 years have been derelict, have fallen into serious disrepair. The city council had to come along and remediate and repair those houses because they were in danger of falling in themselves and obviously impacting the houses in that terrace. So, you know, city council came in, put in thousands of euros into um, uh, repairing those houses, um, to, to, you know, just to make them safe. And, and, and because they were brought up to such a standard, now not a standard that somebody could live in them, but a standard that they were at least safe and not going to crumble, they were then taken off the derelict site register. So mm-hmm. they then had to kind of fall into disrepair again, you know, to, 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 to go back into dereliction many years later before the council could consider a compulsory purchase order on those houses. And, and I suppose that, that's kind of the crazy system that we're in, that we have to let houses, buildings go to such a bad state of disrepair before the council can move in and engage in, in a CPO process. And of course, the CPO, the compulsory purchase order process is, is far from straightforward um and 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 there are issues with the valuation and all of that but we have seen you know and, and to be fair i know dublin city council have, 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 have cpo'd these buildings now and 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 those those two houses on Connacht street are going to be made into family homes again and that is fantastic um but you know the pace at which that is done is simply too slow mm. we've seen Louth county council i think they've been a little bit braver they've just gone ahead and cpo what we call cpo'd um a number of uh, you know more buildings there and and i think we need to see more in dublin but look you know it, it, it's like I, I i don't think any of us are pretending that there are silver bullets but uh, but in the same vein we can't afford to sit around for years and that is what has happened like i'm in fibs for a nearly 15 years at this stage i'm walking past some of these buildings who you know they were derelict 15 years ago they haven't changed in fact they, they're, they're in worse you know they're in more disrepair now than what they were then uh, and, and and they were they were empty and vacant back then and and so you know and, and this is a story that's told right across the city um, and so we need much stronger powers um, much stronger enforcement of the, the derelict site levy. I think we need to see a much higher rate being applied, but we also need to see greater um, powers as well for the local authority to go in and actually, you know, do up a, a derelict building. And of course, support those who happen to own derelict buildings to 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 um to, to refurbish them. There are, there are some government schemes now, but like as in, you know, but some of them are, you know, like the, 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 that's only starting and we've known about dereliction for many years. Mm. So who should have more teeth, do you think? Should it be the local authority or central government? 
Well, I think ultimately, the, the, see, uh, local authorities are quite weak in terms of the powers that they've been given. So, mm. like, as an ultimately, a central government needs to actually empower local authorities to be able to go in and, you know, a, a, a effectively um, a, much, a more easily uh, compulsory purchase order um, uh, these buildings. But I think the other thing about it as well is, you know, there are so many, and, and we're seeing this time and again, and, and, and it, you know, it's unfair just to focus all our ire at the local authorities. You know, the reality is that people have bought up these buildings, have left them, you know, vacant or derelict for a long period of time and are waiting for the right time to sell. Um, or some of these buildings actually have changed hands actually on a number of occasions, but have remained derelict all that time. And, and I, I suppose there's real questions to be asked there that if a building is sold, and somebody just buys it and they're just waiting then to flip it on in three or four years time like you know we have to ask you know is that really acceptable in this day and age particularly when we have you know as i say over eleven thousand people i you know registered as homeless thousands more couch surfing and as i say i'm dealing day in day out with people who are paying an absolute fortune in mm. rent in private rent or are waiting years years and years and years to, to get um, a house, uh, you know, a, a, a housing unit from, from Dublin City Council. So we, we need to be much more, you know, I don't like to use the word aggressive, but we need a much more, uh, you know, active policy of bringing these houses back into use. Uh, but it is, I mean, I think most people would accept it's an, it. This is, we're at the point now where it's an emergency situation. Now, it, the Constitution vindicates property rights, says, you know, it's it's in there. Everybody has, has the property right to, to own, transfer or inherit property. But might it be the case that we need some sort of referendum where if you're if you're deemed by a court to be abusing your property rights, that the state can intervene or a local authority can intervene? Yeah, I, I think all of that has to be considered. Like as in, you know, certainly in the Labour Party, we're very supportive of, of the constitutional change to see a right to housing mm. in the constitution. And I think from that then would flow a certain, you know, um, certain actions in terms of ensuring that, you know, buildings are not left vacant. But I think you're right as well, like as in, you know, at, at the end of the day, anybody who owns a property, you know, they have a responsibility to you know like no no man or woman is an island you know if, if if you own a property you that property is in a community somewhere in, in you know it, 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 it it's in an area it's not isolated like it's in you know it 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 it, it, it impacts on on everything else on the area and we do need to see much more active um you know aggressive uh, i suppose management of properties that are simply left waste and particularly um, that people can go in and buy up a derelict property, hold on to it for a few years and then sell it on, mm -hmm. um, you know, or particularly with planning as well. And this is the other thing that like Dublin City Council are telling us repeatedly that, you know, while um, owners go in and get planning permission for, you know, a number of apartments and whatever else, and that's great. And then, you know, they, they let that sit there and then they sell on the derelict property with planning permission a few years time and all the while we we haven't increased the supply of housing in our city so so i think there's there's, there's a huge amount of work to be done it's a huge credit to those in bibsborough who put this exhibition together and and you know we we, we, we could, like we could probably fill about three or four shop fronts with the with the true number um you know I, 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 like is in in our area but 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 if you walk into any mm. urban village in dublin you know that there is there is that problem yeah and and and, and, and we, and we need to do something about it because like again you know there's there are small children who are growing up in hotel rooms in hostels 
in, 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 in inappropriate accommodation. And we have to ask ourselves the question, are we doing enough um, to ensure that people have a sustainable, affordable roofs over their head? And right now, I don't believe enough is being done. The government yeah. can do an awful lot more to bring these, these units back into use. Yeah, it would be interesting to see if uh, maybe some other outlets of Fibs Estate could uh, set up uh, uh, all around the country. Indeed, Mary, thanks very much for speaking with us today. Uh, that was the Labour Senator, Mary Sherlock. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think of getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.